Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Emma Dawn podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because you're going to be hearing from somebody other than me. I know, sigh of relief. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to break your busy with Rachel Marie Martin, and she is the author of The Brave Art of Motherhood. You can also find her at findingjoy.net. She is an inspiration to me, and I'm sure she will be to you. So here is what she has to say about busy and motherhood. My name is Rachel Marie Martin. I'm the author of FindingJoy.net and the book, The Brave Art of Motherhood. So today we're going to talk about busy, and I want to just set the stage for you. I'm a mom of seven, single mom of seven for the last seven years. My youngest is nine. My oldest is almost 23, and I've started my own business spoken worldwide and well i'm stuck in being busy in a lot of the mom stuff so i really feel like over the course of the years i've become let's just say an authority on what it means to be busy and in that space i've discovered that this is a space that we need to dialogue we need to talk about busy and reclaim our busy let me ask you this if you knew that your car was almost out of gas there's probably no way that you would think you know what I'm gonna push it for the next 50 miles, no big deal, we'll make it. Because you know logically that vehicle, once it is out of gas, won't keep going. Yet sometimes in our own life, we get so busy that we think, you know what, I'm gonna push it, I'm just gonna keep on going, and yet then we get to this place of burnout or we lose our hearts. I am so passionate about all of us not losing our heart in the midst of motherhood, and that's why I wanna kind of peel back the layers today and talk with you about being busy how to break down the excuses of busy, and how to find your heart in the midst of one of the busiest seasons of your life. So first, I want to just kind of inhale like, okay, it's okay. I mean, we are all busy and it's okay to be busy. Motherhood is an exceptionally busy time. Then I want you to exhale and understand that when we create space in our lives, we create this place for the busy and for what we need to get done, be done and accomplished. Like none of us like to be called out on our busy. I mean, absolutely. If someone comes over and is like, what in the world are you doing? My immediate like place is kind of defensiveness. Like, don't you know, I'm so busy. I can't get to the other stuff. And yet I think it's a really, in fact, I know it's an incredibly important place for us to talk about as moms is this idea of where we're busy and what spaces we're busy and how we can reclaim our busy to not only make us better moms, but also to fuel that part of our hearts again. So I'm gonna tell you a real quick story because it's just this beautiful example of busy and the harvest kind of seasons of motherhood in life. And it's about my grandpa, my grandpa Witt. Um, him and my grandma, they were farmers in Southern Minnesota. And I sure love them. And we would drive down back then from Minneapolis down to my grandpa and grandma's farm during harvest time when I was a little girl. And it was this like magical time. It's fall and all of that. But I'm telling you, I rarely saw my grandpa. And in fact, I rarely saw my grandma. My grandma was always in the kitchen cooking and prepping meals. And my grandpa was in the field because it was the harvest time. Now here's the deal. I never doubted either of their love for me. Like I knew they loved me. So when you're in the process of changing your life or doing things where it takes time from something else, 
there's going to be times where you might not be on the floor playing Legos or playing or, or volunteering. But our kids need us to have that part of this. They need us to show up and provide. And that's a level of love. But I want you to really think about this other thing. When it was time for the harvest, my grandpa wasn't in the barn kind of shining up his tractor attachments. He wasn't kind of hanging out, chatting with other people. He wasn't reorganizing things. Same with my grandma. They were busy on one thing. They were focused because they knew it was the time of the harvest. Like my grandpa, he wasn't deciding also like, you know what we should do? We should go to Chuck E. Cheese if that was then, back then. He was focused on harvesting. He was busy at that place. Now, here's the breath. Here's the perspective. I am like a professional on being exceptionally busy. If you go back to this part in the beginning where I said I don't like to be called out on my busy, it's because I am so good at being busy. But it wasn't until I stepped back and realized that I used busy as an excuse to stop me from doing the hard things. You see, sometimes I would be busy filling my time, being busy doing things that I could say to people, look what I accomplished today. Did you see the pantry, how clean and organized it is? Or, hey, did you see everything else I got done? And if someone called me out on, hey, why didn't you do what I needed? I would say, you know what, I am way too busy, just too busy right now. So I was filling myself and my plate with things that are good, but they weren't the best use of my time. So I want you to look at your to-do list, your schedule, your busy, and I want you to ask yourself in a, in a gentle but honest way, am I busy in sections of my life that I need to be busy? Are these places that are urgent? Are these places that I need to take care of? Or are these things that really could wait until tomorrow? I'm not saying that you're gonna never clean your pantry, organize your silverware drawer, or all of those things. What I'm saying is, is if you use busy as a way to avoid doing the things that you need to do, then busy becomes an excuse and it kind of can slow us down from our own lives. So look at your to-do list. Look at the items on there and is there even an item that keeps rolling from day to day to day to day? I've had those lists in my own life. I've had moments where I needed to call and make that phone call and I just didn't want to get to that phone call. So I always put it on the to-do list so I felt good and yet it kept rolling. And there comes a day where you have to decide this item is the most important thing that I need to get done today. This is taking and you know eating the frog or whatever that phrase is, it's actually taking control of your life. So look at your busy. I'm not saying that you're not ever gonna not be busy. What I want you to do is actually reclaim busy from your life. Don't let busy become something that you passively get involved in. But instead, I want you to take an active role in your busy and I want you to be so aware of your busy that you don't get so busy that you forget to actually get your own gas. Going back to the way beginning of this talk, remember the, the analogy about you don't stop, you don't decide like I'm just gonna push the fuel tank to go another 50 miles when you know it says there's three miles left. Busy can do that for us in our own lives as moms. Being busy can make us think, you know what, there's no time for me today. There's no time for me to do that yoga class. I can't get up early. I can't do it because I'm so, so busy. That's like denying to get gas for your vehicle. You have to make a decision. I can't make it for you. Nobody else can make it. It really ultimately comes down to you. 
deciding to look at your life, to look at your heart and saying, you know what, I am worth taking time to refuel myself, find my heart and do the things that I put off for so long. Trust me, you are so important. And when you decide to give yourself this gift, you will be blessing not only yourself, but your family and friends as well. Okay. Now there's probably some of you with some worries, that little voice that comes up saying, no way, I can't do that. I can't disrupt my life. Either my life is, it's too uncomfortable right now and I just can't change anything or it's too comfortable. I just don't want to disrupt the status quo. You know what? When you change something, you are disrupting normal. You're kind of disrupting the equilibrium that you've gotten into. I like to call it the good life. Let's think about the good life for a second. Most of us, without knowing it or not, are kind of told this idea about the good life. You play some sports in school, you get good grades, you graduate high school, you get married, you have some kids, you go to Disney World, one day you retire, you get your house, all of that. When people die, we hear the people, other people say, wow, she had a good life. But you know what? The good life is, what does that exactly mean? What is this thing we're all chasing? Let me tell you this. Oftentimes we're told, if you go back to that six-year-old, that our dreams are impractical. How many times do you hear people saying, yeah, I had that dream when I was a kid? Or you think, yeah, that's, that's kind of youthful. It's, it's not practical now. And we take that part of ourselves and we put it on the shelf. We, we pursue other passions, but there's that part of us that still likes to dance or still loves to play the piano or is the inventor or the engineer like my six-year-old but we've gotten so stuck in the mold of following the good life path or all of that, that we don't know how to go back and pursue that part of ourselves, that part of our heart that doesn't really go away as we get older. Oftentimes, I think that we forget that as we get older, we're still adapting, still changing. You wouldn't tell your 20 year old, you figured it out when you were 10. And yet sometimes if we get 30, 40, 50, we think, you know what, we should have our life our life figured out. That's the sign of being an adult. I want you to step back even more and realize that most of life is this constant ebb and flow, this up and down of figuring out who we are and following our heart and living our dreams. There isn't really midlife crisis. I want you to think of it as more like just another period of time where you're re-examining who you are. So going back to that, are you worth altering normal, disrupting comfortable just a little bit to make changes? Because honestly, life isn't always practical. We know that by the situations that life throws at us. We try to make it all seem to go smooth, but then life throws in curveballs, life throws in ups and downs, and we have to learn to adapt. Adding your dreams to that mix isn't necessarily a, an easy thing, but it's also a very profound thing because your timeline is going to tick forward no matter what. And there's going to come a day where you're going to have the moment to look back. And do you want to look back thinking, you know what? I am so thankful. I stayed in comfort. I didn't push myself. I didn't risk anything. Or are you going to think back and go, I am so thankful I, I tried. Here's the truth. If your life needs some changing, if you kind of need to get a little energy back, you have survived in whatever situation you're in. You're, we're really good at adapting and moving forward. And chances are you can tolerate and survive the next day. But the real power, the real bravery and motherhood in our adventure is when we decide, you know what? I don't wanna to tolerate 
existing in this situation, existing with this finances, existing where I don't even know my heart is anymore. The real power comes in the bravery when we, de when we decide to fight for every single day, planning for, the, for tomorrow, breaking down the excuses, and yet finding joy in the moment that we are in right now. So with that, thank you so much for taking time today to listen to this recording. I know that you're busy, trust me, but I want you to end today thinking, you know what, I did give back to myself and I, I spent some time in a place that I love and I hope that it gave you almost a breath of permission to fuel your own heart again. I'd love to continue the conversation with you. You can find me at Facebook at Finding Joy Blog and in there we have a fantastic group called Live Your Brave where we talk about all these moments, the ups and downs and nuances, and I look forward to meeting you there.